Hello everyone and welcome to the Australia India Institute's Chats Over Chai podcast hosted by me Sujit Danji. A little bit of background about me for those who don't know me. I'm the manager of Victorian government projects at the Australia India Institute. My research areas focus on Indian migration and diaspora. Today I'd like to acknowledge the lands of the Wurundjeri people who have been custodians of this land on which we meet today for thousands of years and pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I'm very excited to introduce you to today's guest, Shwetali Sawanth. Shwetali is the founder of the Indian Bazaar, a social enterprise supporting small businesses through events, exhibitions and pop-up markets. Shwetali has hosted over hundreds of events and helped thousands of small business owners in the past five years. The enterprise is certified by Social Traders Australia for having a social purpose and investing efforts for public benefit. The Indian Bazaar has collaborated with the City of Melbourne, Wyndham Council and Mooney Valley City Council. Shwetali is also a wife, a mother, a committee member for two non-profits and has received leadership certifications from the Victorian Cultural Commission and City of Mooney Valley. Shutali has a bachelor's in electronics and communication engineering and a master's in biomedical engineering. She also ran as an independent candidate in the 2022 Victorian state elections. Welcome, Shutali. I'm delighted to have you join us today on the podcast to discuss your work and delve into cultural diplomacy, which, as you know, is one of the Institute's key pillars aimed at enhancing cross-cultural understanding and public opinion between Australia and India. Thank you so much, Sarjeet. Thank you so much for having me here. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks. Welcome. And if we can start with a little bit about your background and what inspired you in becoming an entrepreneur. Uh, sure. So a little bit of background. I think you've covered pretty much in my introduction. <laughs> so that's all me. Um, when it comes to entrepreneurship, I think uh, it's it's always been my dream to be an uh, to be an entrepreneur. So um, for me, entrepreneurship is all about leadership. It's taking initiation, it's taking or trying to solve a problem, basically, it's taking your, um, you know, point of view, when you see there's something missing or something that you want to, you know, solve a problem with, for me, that's being an entrepreneur. And since I was a kid, I always wanted to do something on my own. And I think, yeah, I've always been looking for an opportunity. And mm -hmm. thankfully, because of the Indian Bazaar, I've been able to fulfill it. Oh, okay. Um, did you have a project when you were a little girl in uh, entrepreneurship? Uh, Something okay. that comes to your mind? Actually, funny enough, yes, I do. Um, when I was probably in year three or year four, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had, um, you know, when you're a kid and you see kids around you who are older to you, mm -hmm. they have their own group, they, ho they have their own clubs and... Um, you know, over there, we could, uh, back in India when I was little, they had a team 
they had a cricket team mm-hmm. and i was i have always been fascinated i used to play cricket as a kid as oh, well wow. so um when i saw them that you know they used to go around and they what they did was uh, they had a team and they used to go around and they um used to take donations mm-hmm. from the society people because obviously they were kids they didn't have money so mm-hmm. you know they used to do this for themselves and uh, from that money they used to run the club and um buy equipment host events and all of that and i was you know like i said i was a kid and i looked them doing this and for us because we were little nobody included us in that those clubs and teams so you know what i said that's all right if they don't want to do it let's do it on our own mm. and i created a club or team of my own and uh, i created a booklet and you know took down names and everything and then went around the society took donations and then hosted events uh, cricket you know um, yeah. events tournaments mm-hmm. and went and bought equipment it wasn't a lot of money mm-hmm. but i think that was my first project wow. <laughs> but that was fun <laughs> <laughs> so you started pretty young i did mm. um can you describe the mission and the purpose of the indian bazaar you know building on what you've just described and how it supports small businesses absolutely well the reason i started first of all the indian bazaar was um many years ago um i used to um scroll social media and i used to see women advertising their business and it was like hey i've got this uh, amazing business i've got this amazing clothing which mm-hmm. specializes in punjabi clothing mm-hmm. and i run it from home and this is my phone number this is my address come on over and i could see not just one but hundreds of businesses like that and i thought how come there is no one platform which can provide help mm-hmm. to them and it was um surprising because uh, there are there is help available from council and you know a lot of other areas but probably they was it it was probably a language gap or culture gap i don't know what it was but i tried to see okay how i can help them and bring to them together in a platform so uh, come diwali as you know diwali is so huge for the indian uh, community and during the uh, 2017 diwali what i did was um i just called up each and every one of those business women the mm-hmm. numbers that i had they, that were on facebook and i'm like okay you know what i'm planning to host an event mm-hmm. i'm trying to create a platform where you all can come together and sell your products and you know something that we can do as a community and help each other and uh 50 of the businesses or women signed up with me oh. and it was mm-hmm. really surprising because obviously there was this need which mm-hmm. was missing at the time and mm-hmm. i thought all right let's do this and the first one i did it was at um italian sports club in verbi mm-hmm. and i had 50 women entrepreneurs you know coming over there and then i advertised everywhere and uh, you know it was the very first time something like that was happening mm-hmm. i do realize that diwali events happen but when diwali events happen it's only about you know celebrations dancing music all of that but when it comes to actually supporting the businesses it doesn't happen mm. so when the diwali event happened the whole community showed up it was the first time you know point coke where even everyone you know from the, those areas came and not just those areas but from the eastern suburb as well and <clears throat> that's when i realized that there is a need that you know these women need help i can help them and i'm somehow good at marketing as well so i started the indian bazaar with the purpose of helping the women and then bringing the community together at the same time that's great <laughs> what a venture <laughs> um so 
initially when you started off, uh, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced in setting up the Indian Bazaar? And how did you address them? Absolutely. So, like I said, marketing is the biggest thing. When you are trying to bring bring people to a platform and you want to create awareness, what we are bringing is unique. Marketing was the biggest challenge. And for me, it was, uh, okay, how do I go about it? Because my background is engineering, not mm. marketing. But I took courses. I studied. I did, you know, uh, I mean... I was so much on, you know, what all algorithms, I don't know much about Facebook algorithms, but I know what mm-hmm. would click and what would help and, you know, how I can um, channel or advertise uh, my businesses in such a way that it's going to go into so much, I would get so much exposure for my business. So I was on, you know, um, studying myself and trying to take courses and whichever way, talking to people, of course, whichever way I could, you know, get that knowledge. Uh, so, you know, I taught myself, myself basically to do that. Mm. And I think that was one of the biggest challenges for me. It must have been interesting considering that you come from a STEM background. Exactly. <laughs> so, But to be honest, I enjoyed doing yeah. it. I loved it. And that's why I think I took that challenge because mm. something that you love, that you enjoy, it doesn't feel like work. Mm. You just, yeah, go through it. And yeah, it was meeting people. Oh, it was just, it's still fun. I love it. <laughs> So you were not only plugging in a gap for the um, women who didn't have an outlet, but you were also learning a lot of transferable skills for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Does <laughs> um, a specific project or initiative of your social enterprise that you have implemented that has a significant impact on the community come to mind? Uh, I would say uh, COVID, when COVID happened, ah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was... a you can imagine it was a life-changing event for every one of us, each and every one of us. And when your core business is about events, right, this is what you want to do. You want to bring the community together. You want to, you know, be, you want to create that um, interaction, that bonding for people to come together. But when COVID happened, it was missing, completely gone. But thankfully, because of the Indian Bazaar, what happened was people were still looking forward to, you know, that cultural, that connection, so what I did was um, I uh, I continued doing what we were doing online, uh, sorry, offline, online. Mm-hmm. So uh, whatever, um, when it comes to, uh, you know, just creating, uh, giving shout outs to businesses, first of all, helping them because during COVID, everything is in lockdown. You can't do events, you can't do markets, but, you know, you the women who were running their business wanted that money. So you want to create that, you know, marketing that, yes, this business is going on. Let's support them. So that women needed help. So no matter what happened, I create, I did all of that free of cost for, I think, more than 50 businesses, giving a shout out, tried to help them and, you know, just marketed their products, marketed their business to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. And also when it comes to people. When, you know, there is a continuation in the back of your mind, if things are going a little bit smoother, you know, you feel that, okay, there is a connection, there is a, uh, no, life is going normal, you know, in such a drastic, you know, when a pandemic is happening, you want something, a bit of a normalcy in lives. So when those markets, those um, online markets were happening, and they could see that, okay, at least this part is going on. People used to call me up and say, you know what, uh, I'm, you know, I'm stuck at home. But when I look at a pop-up that comes on my feed that, okay, this is the business and, the, you know, this lady is having these bangles or this sari and it just lights up my day because you, the life was so mundane at the time, you know, mm-hmm. it was just being at home, 
it's the routine you just want a break from that and when they used to see something colorful something happy that you know uh, that really helped helped them and i think that that was uh, something that yeah that's really close to my heart and once covid was done and we went back to you know doing events as well that's when people you know realize that this is something that has that that they really love and they always they are like every time i get a call okay when are you coming to our suburb when is it happening again so this is something i think whether it's covid whether you know people need that connection people need that help people need that um you know uh, belonging and i think that's what indian bazaar brings not just monetary point of view or anything else but it's more about the uh, social connection mm. yes connectivity was such a big thing it you was. know after in the post math of uh, the covid pandemic Absolutely. and people just wanted to meet with others but you made a very valid point as well it was good for their mental health as well absolutely um so shwetali how do bazaars in your opinion contribute to the cultural fabric of india's diaspora in australia before the indian bazaar there was no platform which did indian markets anywhere in australia mm. when you you are uh, you aren't aware of a culture but you see it for the first time you know a person who doesn't know much about india and they see an indian <laughs> exhibition they think oh wow you know this is so exciting but i'm not too sure if there's going to be an interaction they see it the second time and they say okay i've seen this you know before and this is something interesting third time if it happens they'll probably come and talk to you they'll say you know all right let me see what this is all about because india is much more than cricket and curry right this yes. is so much it's the integrated it's exactly mm. there is so much to it that we have to offer mm. when the indian bazaar happens we are showcasing each and every as much as we can each and every part of india mm. not just mumbai or maharashtra or yeah, sorry uh, not just mumbai or gujarat or punjab it's small towns mm-hmm. that are in gujarat or in rajasthan you know those are the things that we want to mm-hmm. showcase that there india has so much to offer mm-hmm. so from my point of view it's bazaar is more about creating awareness it's also about creating a bond between you know um, our countries mm-hmm. because in australia Indian bazaar is trying to create a place where if you haven't been to India come to our bazaar and yeah. we'll give you the experience <laughs> so <laughs> this is what i have been uh, trying to do since day 1 and uh, you know it's funny because when i see people walking around and uh, you know some you hear people oh you know what i've seen this market happen before in you know kc central or i've seen it in tarnit so people are aware of it and people mm. look forward to it so i love that feeling that mm. yes you know people know that they see a salwar kameez they see a lucknowi dress and they're like okay i know where it comes from <laughs> yeah um and in a way your indian bazaar is a traveling bazaar it isn't is. it you don't have to go to dendinong which was the only precinct where you could buy things exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so like i said indian bazaar was the first one which mm-hmm. started doing it in shopping centers you know like 20 25 30 stalls at a time mm-hmm. and we've like i've you know done hundreds of them 
and I'm looking forward to doing it in other parts of Australia as well. Now you'd love to do it in Sydney or would love to do it in, you know, Perth and take it to other areas as well. well that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you envision the Indian Bazaar? You have actually answered my question, the Indian Bazaar evolving and growing in the future. So you want to take it to other states and other cities um, and remote regions as well? Oh, I've, I've done it in Ballarat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't call it remote, but obviously mm-hmm. it's regional. But I would love to do it in remote areas. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I would love to. Definitely. That is something that, you know, excites me as well because mm-hmm. I love to travel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, before coming here, I was in U.S. Uh, when I did my master's. And um, I've lived there for quite uh, many years so that is something that probably in my mind that, you know, I should take it, you know, to U.S. as well. And uh, yeah, these these ideas that, you know, I'm like, OK, we have to have this. There is a continuation, you know, OK, you have started something. Now, where do you t- see, see it next? Remote, regional, definitely other cities. But why not international? Oh, excellent. <laughs> wow. That's quite a um, big challenge. It, oh, definitely. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Um, Swetali, can you share some of your thoughts on the importance of community connections and how you aim to create them through the Indian Bazaar? Absolutely. So, like I mentioned, you know, when people see something like this, a bazaar happening, they get curious the first time. The second time, they will come and they will, you know, probably, you know, see, touch, feel things and uh, they will be, you know, they'll probably start talking. But by the third time, they kind of become friends. You know, they just call up and they're like, all right, you know, uh, they come up and they're like, all right, you know, hi, I've seen you uh, here so many times. I'm just curious what this dress is about or what this, uh, you know, uh, what part of India is this or how do you get this and do you make it and there are so many questions it starts a communication Mm -hmm. and for me community is all about having that connection that communication Mm -hmm. once you create that you know it it just makes the place the whole world much more friendlier that's all there is to it simple as that because if okay i don't know you but i see you two or three times and i get curious you know what i love what you're doing let me come and have a chat with you Mm that that creates that bonding that and for me it's just about that you know making friendship making that connection at the core of it all it's all that it's creating that connection um i've seen some of your bazaars and i've seen to just indians australian indians buying goods and yeah. now i see australian other you know much more diversity in engaging you know coming and exploring what else they can buy and so in a way I think that's a new connection as well absolutely Mm -hmm. I am always always open to women who are not from Indian background Mm -hmm. but they are you know they've got a business of their own to come and have a stall with us Mm -hmm. because it's not just about okay uh, definitely Indian Bazaar is of course about you know um, Indian clothing and jewelry but you are a home-based business you make Mm -hmm. candles you make you know spices whatever you're making you're more than welcome to come and have a stall because this is what it's all about it's all about not just having a market that is kind of you know limited to Indian I want to have it with as many moms because that's what you know uh, Indian Bazaar has been doing it has been supporting women mainly mm-hmm. uh, who are running their business from home and I don't want to limit myself or my bazaar to just Indian I would love to have and I, I've always been open to everyone who would want to come and have a stall mm-hmm. with the Indian Bazaar. Oh, we can have a fusion. We can have Indian spices in Australian candles. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Would love that. 
Shotali, thanks very much for this conversation. It has been a privilege to host someone making such a positive impact in her community through the Indian Bazaar. Thank you so much, uh, Surjit. It is an absolute pleasure talking to you. And thank you, Australia and India Institute, for giving me this opportunity. Shatali's unwavering dedication to supporting small businesses, her volunteer work and leadership in various organizations are a testament to her commitment to creating a better world. We hope this conversation has inspired you and provided a glimpse into the fantastic work Shatali is doing. Thank you for tuning in to Chats Over Chai and we look forward to bringing you more stories of inspiring individuals in our next episode. Subscribe to Australia India Institute's podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. See you next time.